little bit after 2 o'clock on Tuesday, mm. August mm. 23rd. Um, I don't know if we'll record on Friday uh, in, in this fashion. We have an, we have an interview. Um, but I do have to ask Bethany if she would like to submit, or if, and you're more than welcome to. She wants to replace Rubber Band Man for the uh, Friday theme. Uh, okay. Yeah, let her, because Fridays are her days, right? Uh, I mean, we don't have set days anymore, I guess. Right. She's toward the end of the week. But the last time you guys were here a couple weeks ago, she's like, can we change this? We've done it for I like, remember that. And, and she's not wrong. We have done it for a long time. I still like the song, but... Um, if you have any um, intro suggestions, fire away. Nothing recently has struck me that would make for a good intro. We need some rap. We don't have any, like, rap. We're very anti-rap here. No, we're not. Um, all the stuff, all the the hip-hop stuff I've come across would not make for good intros. So I'm I'm all ears. Okay. Um, I, I'm sorry, I'm looking for a pencil to... Hope so, nobody took my pencil. I have a, I have a couple of things. One we've not gotten to because you and I have not been able to connect um, as much recently. And isn't this odd that you're back in your office? <laughs> but that but that was how we were able to do it so often before. Right. This is the this is the accessibility that I need to do it more than just one day a week. And. You've uh, you've gone back to this, so it, it, does it feel like you're back to the old normal, new normal? I can't keep up with what normal we're at. I don't need. I think we are interchangeable, which is good. We're flexible. Look at us being flexible. Gotta be. Um, I have one thing that I have not gotten your opinion on. Okay. And it's going to be a sto- story in some way for for months now. Um, I want to throw an article by you, and we will keep it pretty pretty tight today. Um, I want to start with Game of Thrones, but not in the direction you're thinking. Uh, Game of okay. Thrones. That's what we're calling it, right? It's Game of Thrones. We're calling it uh, Dragon Dragon Games or something. Dragon but Games. basically, you know, <laughs> on my list of reasons I like that show, like dragons are not even in the top ten. Mm, gotcha. And, isn't that what's like what was one of the appeals of the show uh the dragons yeah not for me i mean i loved the dragons but i loved for me i loved daenerys character and like her power so one of my obviously one of my favorite scenes is when uh she got the uh soldiers the unsullied when she had gotten them and uh the dragons let the guy on fire that was my favorite we got we got a little dracarys the other night too Oh, and it was so sad, wasn't it? I knew it. As soon as I realized what was happening, I said, oh, she." so they have the dragons light their burial on fire. That's awful. Or That's their, awful. Or their executions. <laughs> yes, okay. Because she did that in season eight, I think, to, oh, uh, God, I think it was the Tully's, uh, Samwell's, Dad and his brother, the Tallies, yep. And they were still alive, not dead like the the Targaryens. And mm-hmm. I mean, I braced my. We'll come back to this. Okay. My Game of Thrones point is for the larger point, and this is another Eric is going to fix civilization thing. Um. So ten million people watched uh, the premiere the other night. Maybe you'll get another couple of million. Um, after the fact, like I watched, uh, last night and mm-hmm. others did as well. We're still giving way too much power to allow people on the internet. 
and treating it like they are the majority. And people like that, voices, choruses like that have done a lot of good. But if we had to weigh everything out, the negative um, might outweigh the positive. And if we have to give up some of the positive gains that we have made in some ways over the years, I just might give them up as as potent and as needed as some of those are simply because we just can't let the loud minority of, of negative outweigh what is an actual reality. Um, another, a, 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 an odd point to that is, so we all kind of cheered when the FBI took a little visit to a certain estate in Florida, right? I mean, I didn't, but yes, I saw a fair amount of people like, I, I don't know, a fair amount of gullible people, might well, I, I add. Well, gu- <laughs> I, 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 was, I was delighted that, that a federal organization of authority raided that place. And what do you, nothing's going to happen. Uh, no, I, I get that. Um, <laughs> I get that. And he is Teflon. And, and it reminded me since now that I've seen there has been a wave of support for him and donations. And that seems reasonable because every time somebody comes after him, more support falls at his feet. And I need right. to, I have to go back to a, a tweet I thought of sometime during his presidency. If we just, if we just ignore him, the bully and the troll goes away. So as much as I'd like to see him behind bars or barred from holding a, a public office, Maybe it's just better to to let it alone and things like the January 6th hearings and the raid um, have done for people like us more harm than good. But again, to circle back, we have to stop giving loud, loud opinionated people as we sit here on a podcast offering our opinions (laughs) more credit than they're worth because 10 million people showed up on Sunday night at nine o'clock for a show we were told had turned off so many people by train wrecks of the last two seasons. I would have to disagree when we're referring to if you ignore it, it will go away because you're only like we sometimes think and I won't say for you because you're actually pretty good at this, but sometimes people think of their not their opinions, but their world as like the world. So like in take my Facebook feed, for example. I don't see a lot of pro-Trump stuff because I don't, I'm not friends with a lot of people that would support someone like him. But there's still like a legitimate half the country that does. So while we ignore him, that doesn't mean he's going to go away. Uh, no, but when you prick him, the blood that comes out gets his sycophants and heathens to come support him. Yeah. And again, he is such an anomaly. Um, right. I can only apply the broader strategy of when a bully does something, just turn your back and walk away. When a, when a troll wants to fling, fling and sling mud at you, just ignore it. And while you, the instinct is to respond, maybe act rationally and try to talk some sense into them, Mm-hmm. I found the best strategies are to simply, like, I, I think I've told you before, for uh, um, 
girls that I know who are reporters out in the field and even ones I don't know, I always kind of shake my head when some idiot, a guy usually, does something awful to them while they're on camera or tries to, to distract them. And mm-hmm. their, react, their instant reaction is to excoriate and embarrass them. And sometimes, like, you, it works. Like, but very... I, I complimented Amy Steigerwald at WTOL because she she knows what to say and has the right temperament and sense of humor to embarrass some of these people, but many people <laughs> but many people do not, and you just give these idiots what they want more attention. Whereas That's if true. you continually ignore them, they will stop. I just I just disagree. Okay, I disagree because I still think that they're going to get a fair amount of attention from the people that are not going to ignore them. And so they're not going to stop. I, I get it. And that's, it, it. It's a hard battle to fight because, again, everybody wants to stick up for themselves. And I, I, don't mean, I, I don't mean the people that will ignore them. I mean the people that will fuel them. Even though we're ignoring them, they still have just as many people fueling them. So, you know. To, we'll just put a pin in that and leave that one there to get back to Game of Thrones. Because um, <laughs> this, this discussion will always come up. But... And look, maybe HBO popped up their numbers. I don't know. But if you had read many of the headlines since 2019, you would think that, like, whatever Game of Thrones was going to come out, a a Jon Snow on the wall sequel, uh, whatever, whatever else, you'd think that, like, seven people would tune in. And this was a big deal on Sunday night. And as I think we, we agree, and I'll throw Josh in this as well, we were delighted. Like, they delivered as mm-hmm. I expected the show would. Mm-hmm. I agree. It was so... I, I watched it again yesterday because I wanted to catch things that I may have missed on um, Sunday. Um, and because there were things that... there were th- Yeah, just catching things that I would have missed. But, it, but also because I enjoyed it so much. There's just... Some, and I said this... I think I said this to you and I said something to Chuck on Facebook... Like, there's just something about being in Westeros that is unlike any other show. Like, there's something about the Game of Thrones storylines and the artistic creation and the the direction that is unlike any other show. The only thing I will say, I don't know if I love the character that is playing Damon. Matt Smith? Yes, because I can't get... Um, him out like his role in the crown like he reminds me of like a sour british person and so i can't get that like i'm not a fan of him as an actor for some reason i don't know um so he's arguably the biggest star of the cast in that show due to that and um i agree i know of his fame from when he was a doctor who about seven eight nine years or so ago yes um, but you, you're right. Like this show, as I suspected, because the, one of the showrunners, I don't want to mess up his name, um, was responsible for some of the best Game of Thrones ep- Game of Thrones episodes, including Hard Home and Battle of the Bastards. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they captured the spirit, which is why I think you felt so good to be back in in Westeros. I just loved every second of it. It was fantastic. I, I braced myself because, so I, I didn't watch Game of Thrones um, when it began, but I had heard people talking about the Red Wedding in like 2013 or whatever it was. <laughs> so I, I, I understood the phenomenon. Um, 
but I knew very little about it. So when I began to watch it in like 15 or something, uh-huh. um, I didn't know that, uh, that, that the patriarch and a guy who is a pretty darn good actor and whatever else and, and seemed like a good human being, Ned Stark, um, I, I wasn't prepared for him to not make it out uh-huh. of season one. So, and I, I think this season is shorter and I, I think it's better to make less episodes because they cost a lot. So I was prepared for anything um, to happen, even though there's only so much that could happen because this is a prequel. But I was prepared to, to lose yes. anybody in this first episode. They have the momentum, though. I mean, they definitely have the momentum to have the crowd so then they have the budget like the amount of people that watch like it being hbo's biggest streaming you know biggest streaming night i think they said like for a series of course it was you know what i mean yeah i i was my expectations were not at a 10 like going Mm -hmm. into like uh a Marvel movie that we've waited for years for. It was at like a seven mm-hmm. and, and it hit the seven really loudly and I'm excited. I'm actually, and, and I, I really don't care too much about spoilers. Um, but I was disappointed. I read one kind of, uh, character rundown. That was not what I, I read a couple of pieces leading up so I could somewhat familiar, uh, familiarize myself with the characters because I I think this book is Fire and Blood where Fire, Fire and, Ice and Ice was was Game of Thrones, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I went back to the wrong one and I spoiled some of the season uh, or what's going to to happen and I'll just say this. I would not get I would not get comfortable with some of these younger actors because it seems like they're going to age quite qu- quickly unless they have like right. another six or seven season series planned out. But you should never plan for things that long. But it seems like there's going to be some character swaps real fast. I can see that. Yeah, I, that was what was confusing for me because I said, wait a minute, aren't unless they're going to be doing like, um, which I doubt they are because it's not really the style of Game of Thrones, but unless they're doing flashbacks where they're telling you know, they kind of speed it up 10 years later, 15 years later, but then they continue to do flashbacks because the young character playing Princess Rhaenyra, Rhaenyra is talked about as if we should expect to see her a lot. But then the other character, I think, is more famous. Which one? The, uh, the other actress, I'm sorry, playing Princess Rhaenyra. So there's two actresses playing the same character because obviously they're going to do an age jump. Yeah. But um, I, I'm a little confused at yeah. that. So and, I'll see and, where that goes. And I, I would, ex- and I really, within a scene or so, I really liked the young Rhaenyra. Um, and she seemed like somebody we could glom onto, but you never know with Game of Thrones. People are always switching mm-hmm. sides and motives and, and whatnot. But yeah, I would not get comfortable with her. It seems like the other girl who, I think there was a, the cover of Empire Magazine had, uh, the King, the older Rhaenyra, and Matt Smith. So, I mean, they put plenty of out there, pl- plenty out there to go, uh, you know, but we, we should know better with Game of Thrones. They'll kill mm-hmm. anybody off. Yeah. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. Um, I guess the only thing I was kind of hoping for was some hound-like um, character. Well, they have, Princess Rhaenyra has that, um, Scottish guy. His accent's Scottish, I believe. 
uh, like when she got off the dragon and he was like, I'm glad you made it back safe this time or something like that. The old bald guy, he's been in a lot of shows. Um, But not like this larger than life human being. Oh, Um, no, not yet. No. So it 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 set up it's nicely. Yeah, oh, for sure. Oh, for it, it set up nicely. It checked so many of the Game of Thrones boxes. Um, the the game is afoot, and unless you want me to tell you something of a particular scene of what is coming, I will not. But once I read this last night and it spoiled it a bit for me, it made a lot of sense, and mm. it's one of the kinds of things where it's like. Trust no one because it is a game of thrones. It is mm-hmm. it is a giant, how many ever years long chess match to get to the top. I did like, um, and Josh had told me about this, the foreshadowing from the king Viserys at the end of the winter that's coming and that a Targaryen needs to lead Westeros yes. through it. Yes, and. There was one article that I read that how come Daenerys didn't know that specific story, but a Targaryen... It ended up happening. Right. Uh, in, in two ways. Her and Aegon Targaryen, a.k.a. Jon Snow. Because without those two, yes, the Long Night would have, may, may have continued to happen. So I... Um, Thomas passed the future husband's test because the scene where... Um, the king was had to make a decision between his wife and his kid and he was like obviously it's a no-brainer and I said nah wait a minute and he was like what do you mean like Thomas is getting really upset and so when he chose the child and not his wife I said obviously you picked the wife you picked the wife and I'm like you passed you passed thank you I I suppose I'll marry you (laughs) Oh, oh well but he took the losing bet for the show obviously I mean there was no way I mean, of all the Game of Thrones bets, like, it's not a show I would bet on because, again, there's so many surprises. But I was going to bet, he was going to bet that that thing was a boy. I get The twist is we didn't know that they were both not going to survive. There was a beautiful article on Vox today, um, and the, it's a female writer. Sometimes I like her stuff, sometimes I don't. But this is quite, uh, quite analytical and, and mm-hmm. thoughtful. She, she compared... Uh, that brutal birth scene, we went from red wedding to red red birthing. Uh, she compared that and her inability to make her own decision to where we are now in a post-Roe world. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that the producers set that up because this was shot months and months before that came out. But it was a, it was a very thoughtful article that has a scary parallel to now. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I agree. It it was. And then, I mean, there were some nuances there because when Princess Rhaenyra came in, when the mom was like super uncomfortable um, in the, in the, like the chase, whatever that thing is called. And Princess Rhaenyra said, you have all these people worried about the baby and nobody's worried about you. You know, I felt like that was pretty nuanced, even how they depicted just the mom's pregnancy in general. And then her saying, I've given you five kids in the last 10 years and none of them have been successful. I'm not doing this anymore. All of that is completely like nuance because the husband then looked at her with empathy and love and affection instead of like, fuck you, bitch. I will divorce you and marry somebody else who's going to give me a boy. He. Let's see if we agree to this. He gave me, and I don't think he will meet an end as soon as Ned did, but no. Viserys was... 
a Ned type character. Like mm-hmm. he, he yes. he did his job. Like he made some hard decisions, like Ned did. Like they killed that one dude in the forest, um, who de- depart who left the uh, the night the night watch, um, and then a dog. And then, yeah, so he made hard decisions. I get it. It was just what they did back then, or whatever the time right. period is. But he seemed like an empathetic, decent man for what one could be in that realm. And to double down on that, like a decent Targaryen, which there doesn't seem to be any of. Obviously, he's gonna he's gonna meet his demise by via grayscale, though. Like we know this. Oh, he's gonna go mad. Oh, that I'll drop my one theory here on the podcast that. That may be the beginning of grayscale, mm-hmm. and the reason he will maybe die of it, or it will come to plague the realm, is because some science-laden fellow or woman was like, "We have this this information right here that says this is this, and we need to stop it." And some mystical grand maester will go, "No, I will just rub milk with a poppy on it, and it'll be fine." <laughs> Not trusting science, and before you know it, grayscale takes down. How many ever millions of people in um in, in and across Westeros? Exactly. What was the one more thing? Did, so did you get like Ned Stark vibes from Viserys? Just like, I did one hundred percent. Okay. One hundred. Maybe not as angelic as Ned Stark because I feel like Viserys might have like a not a naughty side to him, but like I feel like he might be a little bit more cold than um like. I don't think Ned would have allowed his brother to go out into the city and dismember people like that I and agree. then just kind of laugh it off. So I feel like there's some differences, but I do. But it, it, like if they are trying to match certain characters with characters that they know that we will love, the general population will love, then they did a good job with that. And there's likely no character in any of the stories that will ever top the altruism and everything yeah. is on a scale. Everything is relative to Ned Stark because of what he did for his sister and his family mm-hmm. hiding Aegon the whole time or else the realm would have been at war then, right? I just can't even. I still like get goosebumps when I think about that. I should watch it again if it wasn't just a three-year-long process. <laughs> I know. I, I, I love the same thing. I, I've, been, I've been asking myself, there's nothing else on right now. Can I do one episode a night? I might. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I would consider it. And then, and then the other part that really got us that Thomas and I were like, yep, this is Game of Thrones. When the um, hand of the king, so Thomas kept saying, who is this guy and why does he keep making decisions? And I said, he has a hand of the king um, pin on. He's the hand of the king. And his, his daughter, I'm, did he send his daughter into the king's room to, oh, to like that's, please him? That's the thing I was alluding to earlier. Yes. <laughs> I like, knew it. That that is that is not the end of that. And then and then oh god, I could just talk for hours. I they did this on purpose. We know the Targaryens are known for incest and Damon and Princess Rhaenyra gave me a little bit of incest vibes and then how does everybody have white hair? Like even the black guy has white hair. Like how does everybody He's not a Targaryen. It's just a genetic thing i think maybe i mean it does it sound like they're most asian people like when i'm talking like chinese japanese descent and korean they they have dark hair right that's true i guess i I suppose let me throw my one my one super tongue-in-cheek thing out because i don't know I, i i caught up with game of thrones too late by that time shades of color had shifted were they 
where they weren't trying to pass everybody off as white. Um, so I don't have the, the Game of Thrones needs to give us more people of color issue and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But they did make the one prominent black guy a sea criminal. Who? Um, I forget his name, but the wife of the queen that wasn't. He's a I'm sea sorry, criminal? He's a pirate, yes. Oh, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, he's got a quick name, like, and they might have briefly mentioned the nickname. But he's I did got not pick something. up on that. He is, he's like, do you remember the, the black, the only black guy in, in the other series? Um, who would like come up off the boat every now and then? No. Oh yes. Who? Ha- yes. Yes. I, I think he's one of them. So of course, of course, you make the black guy the the pirate. The, the high <laughs> I didn't even think about that. And I'm I'm but, totally tongue in cheek. But did you get okay? So I got lesbian vibes from Princess Rhaenyra, and I got incest vibes from her and Damon. I don't think so. Or is I, I, is that just what we're expecting? Because we we've known the Targaryen family and they're like myths for so long, you know. The I did not get that. Um, I did not. I did not at okay. all. But I I was I didn't. Oh my! When the hand of the king, um, who's a great actor, I like him a lot, <laughs> sent his daughter to go comfort the king. Just my when God. I thought like he was like the one soul of the realm. Yes. Um, kind of like how who is the who is the bald guy? Um, from the previous series who lasted the whole series. God, somebody's oh, yelling at me now. Oh, who was the the crab the crab smuggler? No, 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 no. He was on he was on the small council. Oh Jesus Christ! He he uh, he was the guy that got castrated. Oh yeah. Um, oh God, it's killing me. Well, never oh. mind. Like when he wanted to be. He was a good human. It starts with a V. But Visser, damn! People are yelling at us right now. (laughs) What is it? Oh, it starts with a V. Varus. Varus. I knew. I knew it started with a V. Like he had the realm, not the people or the players in it. Always at top of mind. Um, the, the ends justify the means. And I, I saw like some of that goodness in this hand. And then he sent his daughter in there. So we saw where his motives lie. Um, I agree with that. Did you catch any of the name drops when she was announced and there was a lot of knee bending? There was, a, I think, a Rickard mm-hmm. Stark mention. Uh, Rickon, because he had the same name as Ned Stark's son. Okay. And then there was Baratheon. Yeah. So I caught, oh, of course I did. Of course I did. I was like watching for all of it. I loved it. They really did just, it was just like you were back in Westeros. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to watch it again tonight or try to knock an episode out of, of Game of Thrones. Uh, let mm-hmm. me ask you this, and this, this is all you. Um, we have not talked very much at all. Um, I'm disappointed, but I expected disappointment from all sides. Deshaun Watson... So what's happening? I mean, is he just suspended and that's it? Like what? I mean, the last I checked, he was suspended for like nine games. I think it, he got the initial suspension. I think it was five or six. The NFL appealed it. It's now 11 games and he has to undergo some type of counseling. And there are some pillars he has to has to meet. Um, and there were some, again, 
to be expected, conflicting apologies, non apologies, yeah. like after things all came down, he still he I think Friday night he had said the I apologize if I've hurt anyone or something like that. And then the day after everything was settled and where everybody wanted to move on, the NFL included, mm-hmm. he was like, I still believe I'm innocent. I'm like, oh, for the for the love of and I oh, I, I do believe and this is where we think about this stuff. I believe he thinks he didn't do anything wrong, and that's why he needs help. Yeah, and there's is there any court cases right now? Like, why was one. it not tried in a court? Okay, so there's there, one court case right now? All, all settlements except for one woman who I think did a story with the Daily Beast or BuzzFeed explaining why she was going to stand, stand up to him. And So I have to separate, like, no, I'm not going to... I think this is gross, um, in my opinion. Like, I find it to be, um, yeah, I just find it to be gross. Like, I can see something like that happening. And the facts that he had multiple massage therapy appointments is a little strange. You know what I mean? With 66, he said that 66 therapists. Yeah, I just think it's gross. I feel like the Browns are um, jeopardizing their morality for a player for wins for the season they are and i and i want to say like i haven't seen a lot of feedback i know that there was um there was like a browns game yesterday i think it was like a preseason game or something like that and there was a father and a son that had a sign that said fuck them hoes free deshaun or something like that and it's circulating my facebook feed because of how gross people think it is so um I don't know. It annoys me a little bit. Like, I feel like they at least need to, I don't know. I mean, they did suspend him, I guess. And you, in, under his suspension, they can remove him if there's anything that comes out within that time. Yeah. You think, though, I mean, that many games sounds like it's a long time, but it's not really, is it? It's like a month. Uh, 11 games. He'll be back in November, I think. I think, ironically, his first game back would be against Houston. But it's dirty because... Um, the Browns set up the salary structure, so he loses very little money this year. Yeah. The Browns also pissed off the league by giving him all that guaranteed money, which is like $250 million guaranteed. It, it, it's icky. And, and they, it is. Whatever was left of the soul of an NFL team, and these teams have very little souls to begin with, um, they, they sold it all. And, and I knew that this was all completely predictable. Um, they weren't going to kick him out of the league forever. If he got a year, that would be great. He wouldn't lose a lot of money. And this thing would get dusted under the carpet because, unfortunately, there's no video like there was with Ray Rice where, um, at the time, whatever that was, eight years ago, where you hear, oh, an NFL player hit a woman in an elevator. Oh, that's awful. Suspend them four games. Then you see the video and go, what do you think hitting a woman looks like? Yeah, I, I just think, I find it gross. Like, I... I it's not tried in a court, so I could see where they're like, well, we can't, you know what I mean? It's just hearsay, and we can't make decisions based on that. But, like, the the facts of how many massage therapy appointments he had, how many women came out and said the same thing, like, it's just kind of gross. And I believe it, especially if he was a well-known football player while he was in college, and he thinks he's, like, the shit you know what I mean? And he's like, well, why can't you make time for me? Do you know who I am? Like that. I just find it gross. I don't even and know. It, I don't even know if that, I just think he, he is. I no, ha- he did say that. I mean, he did say that to some of the ladies. I feel 
I don't want to call him a pervert. I will call him a violator. A, a violator. Um, I'd call him a pervert. And, and that's not wrong. I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, what he did was wrong, and I think the commissioner actually used the word, he committed violence against these women, and that was, like, one of the few times I thought Roger Goodell called it as it is. Um, th- this is also, like, evidence A through at least H of why I would support prostitution. Yes. Like, like dude, you did not have to subject all these women to this. Um, when you could not only pay to have any, almost anybody you want, but you could also pay them to be quiet so mm-hmm. that you don't turn into like a TMZ story, which this mm-hmm. actually turned into. Like, yeah. I, I am totally fine. If you want to pay to get whatever done to your dick, that's fine. That's on you. But do not subject un, unwanted people to that because you can't control your penis and you are a misleading, I'll use your word, pervert like this all could have been easily avoided with people who would have consented yeah i just i find it to be from a female's perspective i find it to be just perverted and gross and but i get why the browns are doing what they're doing because um there isn't anything in the court saying he's convicted of it um it's just a little messy you know what i mean nfl wins are can can erase almost anything, mm-hmm. and that's where we are in society. And it's it's despicable. It's despicable and disgusting. And I hope the help he gets helps him so mm-hmm. that he can have normal, functional, consenting relationships. Because you cannot let your dick get hard, and you cannot ejaculate when you're getting massaged. Like that is you're violating somebody. Do that. Well, in, do that like the rest of us with your phone in your bed. But he, uh, but he even like used his hands. You know what I mean? Like he like touched them. So it, it sounded like his penis touched the women more than his hands touched them, which was it was wild to read these things. Like he has an uncontrollable penis. Yeah, and it, and it, if it was just like one or two people, fine. But if like sixty, he knew that he couldn't go back to the one, so he was going to go to another and another and another and another. Or. or- that was part of the thrill for him and that he needs Ugh. to have rewired in in his mind. Um, and gross. that makes somebody a, a predator. And hopefully, again, I hope, I hope the help helps for the sake of many. And all of these women, I think it was like 20-some that he actually did this with. He tried to contact three times that. I hope they can get the help they want because you read the stories. They've like left their profession and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I get it. And it... it it, it sucks. And again, th- so many, like, people who commit atrocities against other people, they're awful human beings. And mm-hmm. some, and sometimes we stand up for these people um, for indefensible acts. Um, like, who hurt the person who is hurting others? But again, mm-hmm. this could have been so easily solved. Um, just like Venmo, these people. Like, there are plenty of people... <laughs> who would have taken your money to do whatever you wanted so that you didn't have to commit a crime. Mm-hmm. All right, good, mm-hmm. good conversation. Good conversation. <laughs> my, I was going to say my phone's at 2%, so. Um, all right, I will, uh, I'll talk to you later today, probably. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm working on the um, table, uh, table assignments, so it should be fun. And we have an email that we have to answer, too. Did you, see that, did you see that email that we got? We have to be on some Zoom? No. Ugh. 
Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, for suicide I, prevention, I, yes. I, I, I lightly put that on my calendar. It is not in bold at this time. I'll do it. It's not a big deal. Just one day. Um, all right. I will talk to you later. Okay. Bye-bye.